if you think you've got enough dice, then you're just playing it wrong, or not enough, or something like that. Welcome to Playing It Wrong. Podcasts about RPGs, fun, food, more RPGs. Grab your dice, sit back, and get ready to play it wrong. Oh, this is going to be a long and fun-filled episode, folks, because why... Well, we're making pizza today, deep dish, homemade, everything from grinding up the sausage to making our own Italian sausage. I just got the dough done, and the sauce is, well, it's going to be brewing. So, hey, that's what's on the plate for food this evening. And like I said, it is a busy episode. You see in the intro, we've got Dungeon Crawl Classics, Flankmar, The Blight, and Teagle or Tegel Manor, however you want to pronounce it. And, well, we got some other stuff, too, so... uh <clears throat> That's what's going on right now. That's the hot topic. So uh, let's get this show rolling and kill some elephants that are in the room. It's time for the news. James Raggy published something. A lot of people got mad about it. A lot of people whined about it. A lot of people are boycotting about it. Guess what? Those people boycotting drive through you're not hurting drive through They've got DMs Guild. You're not hurting Raggy. He's got his own big, huge fan base. Who you are hurting is the little tiny publishers who will go totally unnoticed if it wasn't for the popularity of drive through So, yeah, you're virtue signaling twits. And that's what I'm saying on that. And I'll probably get some hate mail, but I don't care. People are being idiots and childish about this. If you don't like raggy stuff, don't freaking buy it. Don't demand what other people have to do with it. And with that, let's go on to like some fun stuff because I hate doing shit like this and grow the fuck up. And with that, I need a bumper to go between like crap like that I just said and more fun stuff. Because what we got? We have fun stuff. We got... <gasps> it's been a long time. It's We've got a call-ins. Yes, we've got call-ins. And... I admit that I've been very, very bad about doing call-ins and talking to other people. That's me. I should hang out more on Discord and reach out to some folks and, uh, you know, just be more social, which I'm not as much as I should be. But anyway, <clears throat> we have call-ins from Tim Gothridge Manor Shorts. That's right. The man, the Gothridge, the manor, the manor, the legend. And he almost pulls a Jackson. Chuck, it's Tim from Gothridge Manor. Tried to leave a couple messages, but I'm just not explaining myself well. But I'll try it again. The reason why I think fantasy works a little bit better than science fiction is fantasy can put it on magic. So if you need uh, this fantastic thing to happen, you don't need an explanation other than this wizard, you know, got copped an attitude, didn't want to do something, and magic happened and that's why this weird fantastical thing is there. For science fiction you almost have to come up with a uh, logical reason, some scientific reason and I think it's more brain power than I have. I mean there's probably a lot of other reasons but I don't know. I, I, I'm a guy who would prefer running having a character wielding a sword than a lightsaber. You know so that's it. I'm done. I got nothing else. I hate this beeping. Yeah, I know, I know you're right. With the the magic is, uh, you know, technology and technology, but I think 
if you dig deep enough online, you can find some many random charts of technobabble, the way Star Trek does it, of just make it sound technical, and well, then that's why it happens or how it happens. doesn't have to make sense, but yeah, that is part of it. There has to be some sort, much more plausibility, and with every bit of news in the science, a lot of things that we learned before aren't exactly right, and so keep it fantasy-ish. So, but also saying along that lines, you know, definitely go ahead and check out Solar Blades and Cosmic Spells from Old School Publishing, because it is neat. Anyway, <clears throat> but hey, Tim wasn't done yet. Here's where we go with pulling the Jackson. Hey, Chuck, Tim again. I've been catching up on episodes, listening to the mystery one. Gumshoe, yeah, very good system for mysteries. Not much else, though, I, but I do like it. I like the philosophy of it, and I kind of carry it over to my other games. Uh, so basically the philosophy is the characters will find the clues, but what they do with them is up to them. So that way there's no bottlenecks, there's no... The mysteries, they're going to convolute the mysteries to make it more difficult than it already is. It's just players just do that, you know, and they, they make it a, a lot more, you know, just whacked. <laughs> but I, I think it's, I've found it a very effective philosophy to use a mystery. So, all right. Ah, oh, there's that beeping again. I hate that beeping. So much pressure. All right, Chuck, take care. Oh, yes, like I said in the, the the Mysteries episode, Mysteries are fun. And back when we started doing it, there was no gumshoe. So like so many old school things, we just sort of had to figure out how to do it. And the great bottleneck is if everybody fails that specific skill roll, it's just like running a dungeon. Everybody misses the secret door that's the key to the whole dungeon. You got to give them the information they need to keep the story going. And like I say, thank you very much, Tim, for calling in. Please, everybody else, call in. Call in on Anchor. Um, drop an email, magicpickmedia at gmail.com. Hey, leave a comment on the blog. Hey, now you can leave a comment on YouTube, too. So I'm starting to get that started up a little bit. I know, I know, I know. Messages going out to the patrons on what I'm doing with benefits and goals and stuff. Well, I haven't figured out goals yet, but anyway. And speaking of Tim Shorts, I am going to be doing some virtual unboxings on the podcast. Um, as you're listening to this, probably the actual unboxing of Black Mars are going to be already going to be on YouTube. But I'm going to go over it here on the podcast because, like I said, the male gods were very kind to me this week. So what have I got first up? Of course, it's Lankmar DCC Dungeon Crawl Classic Lankmar box set. This is a hefty box. Not only is the box itself, it's kind of hefty cardboard. See? Hefty cardboard. They packed it tight. And we've got the little sheet that's got my download codes. If I can go to uh, drive through and get more P get those PDFs again. Um, there's the Judge's Guide to New One. Uh, the, the good thing about these books is on the back they've got some handy charts. This one has a hundred things to see in Lagmar. And the Judge's Guide has got you know the maps, various things about the city and carousing and laying low and the patron stuff for Dungeon Crawl Classics. But there's plenty of things in here that you can use. <clears throat> for if you're doing another game. And let me go through and find some stuff that is a definite possibility. Of course, we've got no table of contents. All right. The lands, you don't need that. But 
calendars. I don't know why people put calendars in there. But it's got alcohol. You can convert some first-level spells over to more to other games that you first, you know, spell. Oh, God, I screwed that up. Wizard spells. I didn't mean first level because I saw first level. It's up to fifth level spells. You can kind of convert those. Um, patrons are hard to convert over to other games, but, you know, it might give you some inspiration there for things that powerful wizards do. But there is actually, flipping along here, I know there's some good crap in here. All right, I know. There's, there's empty airspace. It would be nice if you would have thrown in. Anyway... That's the judge's book, because I think it's in this Tome of Secret Knowledge. There is a huge, detailed, pretty cool map, and it's a poster map, and it's pretty hefty stock. It's not quite, it's not card stock. It's lighter than card stock, but it's not, definitely, it's not flimsy paper. So the good, glossy map of Lankmar. <clears throat> then we have Lankmar City of the Black Toga, if I can get it out of the box. All right, what is this? Another neat random chart on the back. This is a hundred random street names in Lankmar. And this reminds me of the TSR uh, City of Adventure, which I've also got um, from the back of the days. But it's got neighborhood secrets, adventure seeds, neighborhood residents, a bunch of NPCs. I mean, those are things that you can put in any campaign. Interesting events in the carousing quarters, carousing random tables. Oh, uh, there's more here. I know there's some stuff I'm looking Interesting events in each quarter of the city. Streetscape scenes. These are all things that you can kind of use in other games if you really want to, or if you're a Lightmar fan. Here's a whole city, here's a whole map of the world. And here's the one. And there's an adventure, no small crimes in Lightmar. There's a GM screen, which got some handy starts. And as uh, Goodman Games does, they put in their newsletter. I should say this one is closer to a newspaper, a Dungeon Crawl Classics Road crew invitation poster and a world tour poster it's a secret the compendium of secret knowledge i think is the one that's got the neat stuff in it because that's got the benisons and dooms which are sort of like you know boons and banes a little bonus and a little disadvantage for your character um you've got the fleeting luck rule which is always neat to find and you know you can just look that up online and find that so the fleeting luck is one thing that we've used in other games and it's a lot of fun what else have we got here ah the spell stipulations that's what i was looking for this if you're used to dungeon crawl classics there was the mercurial magic that they've got these are spell stipulations that aren't quite as gonzo and debilitating as some of the ones in dungeon crawl classics so they're much more interesting and you know you can go ahead and put a lot of this into whatever game you're playing. It might take some little conversions of, there's no spell checks like in any other, like in uh, Labyrinth Lord or Swords and Wizardry, but you could make some little little checks or just say roll again if you're using the chart, which is what I'm going to be doing in the Blight. Corruption, you're not really going to need corruption. Healing stuff and it's a pretty cool box set, and I'm happy with it. So, yeah. And how many times do we get three? Count them three unboxings in one podcast, people. Huh? Huh? Isn't that value for your money? Anyway, what I'm going to talk about next is The Blight. I am Cheapscape, and as I said on YouTube, if my wife knew I spent $100 for a book, she would effing kill me. However, 
Frog God Games did have the Pathfinder version on clearance. And I grabbed that up. This book is over two inches thick. It is a tome. It is hefty. You could, you know, you drop this on the table and you will get attention. I am really pleased with it. There's one page that's a little funky, but with all the pages in there, it wouldn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. Got it on clearance. Who cares about the game stats for Pathfinder? I'm using Swords and Wizardry. I've got Monstrosities. I've got the Tome of Horrors complete. I can figure the rest out. All right. But the Blight, yeah, it is hefty. And guess what? A lot of the stuff from the Lagmar box set, I'm going to be putting in the Blight. Like the spell stipulations. I knew I could say that. Wow. How bad is that? And also, you know, so there's some carousing charts in there and other stuff, and we're probably going to use a variation on the fleeting luck. So kind of check out the blog when I finally get that post up, which I might do now since I'm talking about it, so it won't be that huge of a surprise. And then, finally up, we have Teagle Manor. Teagle Manor, how do you pronounce it? I'm going to pronounce it Teagle because I'm weird. But that PDF went out to backers, so here we go. A third virtual unboxing, and this is going to be one of my good old spontaneous reading of the PDF and my random thoughts as things come up. So, what do we got here? Tiggle Manor. It is roughly a... Hey, stop that. My, com my computer is not letting me... There we go. All right. It's roughly oh, 188 pages, nearly 200 pages. And looking at... If you've been around any of the Frog God stuff, you know what the cover looks like. So, we're going to stick that. So, our table contents. Introduction. Teagle Village. The land's about Teagle Village. Sanctum of Madness, Rampaging Rooms Within the Vaults, Rump Family Tree, Creatures, Startling Statues, Terrible Traps, Eldritch Experiments, and New Magic Items and Spells. Woohoo! New Magic Items and Spells! Alright, what do we got here? And as my slow PDF reader can go, I'm not going to read, do everything else. Got some history of uh, the original module, the uh, how the book's organized. That's all a good thing. I would love it if the... Uh, let me scroll back here. I'm going to love it if... No, no links in the, PD, in the table of contents. Come on, you guys are professionals. That, that is kind of bugs me, especially when there's all this wonderful layout and artwork. They put all this effort into this, and there's no freaking links in the table of contents. Anyway, and we got notes from Bill Webb and everybody else. Who else? Who else is in there? Uh, if I remember correctly, who's that from? Anyway, notes from lots of people. Uh, more notes. It's introduction. People talk and talk and talk and talk. You can read that. The village itself. We've got some box text. At a glance, it's neutral. There's 920 people. Um, authorities. Um, important characters. And we got some game scans. we got the Temple of Thor. on a Brigitte. What else have we got here? Let's, oh, we got some art artwork. Hey, neat temple, color artwork. Uh, I'm not going to do everything as, as, as much as I would because it's an adventure and I don't want to spoil things. We have, okay, there apparently is, what are we going to read? Uh, I'm guessing, I am my PDF viewer locked up. The Bark and Bite. Fine dancing, unusual entertainment of the evening, a dancing band. Hey, you got dancers and everything else. Place to party. 
Mordacity Mugala. This some right hand man's. Like I said, I am not going to go through everything because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Whitehorse Slay Bar, a small crowded pub for tired farmers. Another shrine. Uh, more NPCs, exotic items, antique longsword. Uh, okay, it's got some, you know, from the shops. So, so far, I mean, so good. It's an adventure. You know, it's going to have to be digging deeper through each and every freaking uh, encounter and all the NPCs to get a good uh, feel of it, which I don't want to do here, like I said, because I don't want to... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to give spoilers away, and I don't, I got, hmm. I got this one page here on the PDF that, like, the artwork is there, but it's really grayed out. I don't know what the heck's going on with that. That's weird. Anyway, hmm. Let's go. The land's about the village. Some random encounters. What did you expect? Cauldron-born zombie. Hey, that sounds bad. Um, fanatical cultists, undead. But hey, if you're going to Tegel Manor, you're going to get rid of undead. Ooh, there's pirates too. Shh, surprise, pirates. Here's a nice little hex map in here. I think there's going to be, I think the box set has separate maps. So, more artwork. So, so far, the artwork is really kind of cool and it's consistent and looks well. I mean, I think they, they might have used the same artist, but so far it's all color and it looks pretty damn cool. And do not lock up on me again. God damn it. All right. Yeah, going through you know, an adventure area. Blah, 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 blah. Terrible tombstones. Hey, a random chart of stuff written on tombstones. All right. That's cool. <sighs> Go to the next page. Graveyards. Sanctum of Madness this is an adventure designed for four six characters, eight to tenth level that takes place near the infamous Tegel Manor. Season adventures are called to assist the leaders of Tegel Village. And so there's another adventure here with the frogs, more boo 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 frogs, monasteries, demon frogs. What do we got here? Um, temples. Going on, going on, because I don't want to spoil the adventure for you, and I don't want to make this boring as I go through this whole thing. All right, what we're going to do here is this. Okay, in case you can't tell, I paused it till I got past the, the additional adventures, and finally getting into the Tegel Manor, because I didn't want to completely bore you as I was paging forward, and going, ah, next page, next page, next page. So they're talking about, uh, we're finally getting into Tegel Manor itself. Once more, the artwork, like I said, it looks, I think they used the same artist for everything so far, and it looks kind of neat. we got dancing skeletons, yay! But we got the history and all the special magical gook that goes with the Tegel Manor, and what happens in the rooms, haha. -ha. Everything's different. We've got more of the rooms. There's our map. Yay. There's teleports and all sorts of things and magical things. Yeah, people are going to... I'm going to love this shit when I start running those people with it. Yeah, because I'm going to let them go whenever they ever want to. Who cares what level it is? It can be their own reward. All right. And like I said, it's, it's laid out like a dungeon, so I'm not going to go every freaking room or explain... You know, and give you any spoilers, but you know, lots of undead and uh, various things of oddities, some alchemical stuff, a secret study. Find the secret study, people. 
Wow. And this maps, the maps are really, really cool in the book so far. I mean, there's a lot of neat stuff. And it is going to be fun to try to run this. And I would not recommend running it from a PDF. Which is glad I got the book on the way. And more rooms and laboratories. Ooh, creepy teddy bear. Uh, more of that good artwork. More maps. Cursed items. Yeah, there's some cursed items there. Of course there's cursed items in there. What do you think? Interesting rooms. Going through. Uh, so this is, you know, I mean, it's only 200 pages about, but it's still, there's a lot of stuff in there and a lot of rooms. And more of that cool artwork. Ooh, slugs. <clears throat> Brain in a jar. And the maps are neat. The, uh, uh, the, the cartographer was it Alyssa uh, McFadden? If I got the name wrong, please somebody uh, somebody will correct me. But yeah, their 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 cartographer for the maps of this did a really 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 good job. Ooh, that is a neat picture. And yeah, you just have to see this with the sort of like Lady Justice stabbing a guy in the eye. That's pretty cool. More of these cool maps. I mean, these. I I wish I would have had the money to get that cloth map. It's like what's it, twelve by twelve feet or something like that. It's because the maps are just fantastic. More rooms. Okay, I'm not gonna give spoilers. More wonderful maps. Neat artwork. Like, like one thing is, the artwork and the maps have been really really cool. And I'm not going into. I'm not, like I said, I'm not gonna go into details of the dungeon. Because, you know, well, that's for players to find out. I don't want to spoil anybody's fun. But so far, as I'm looking at, ooh, that's definitely some things eating guts. All right, that's cool. Uh, please do not crash on me. But I'm really amazed at these maps. You know, these are really wonderful maps. And all sorts of nasties. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a fun thing to run them through. They're going to die horribly. And I can see why that map was so freaking big. This is definitely going to have to be a read-through a dozen times and reference the book like crazy. But I, so far, I, you know, I know I know I'm not saying anything specific, like I said, because I don't want to do spoilers, but I'm really glad I backed this. I can't wait to get the physical copy, which I think is someplace between Hong Kong and here, or still in Hong Kong getting printed or something like that. Uh, the, the words are on the Kickstarter. Um, okay. Oh, that is not good. Yeah. Yeah, there's some ugly stuff too, but hey. You're going into a haunted house. Ooh, bad stuff's going to happen. Weird stuff's going to happen. All right. Storerooms, towers, wizards, towers. I am keep going. I know this is probably boring as heck for a lot of people. And like I said, I'm trying to do this... Ooh, a library table. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right, that's cool. Library. Yes. Neat random table for the library. I really like that. Once again, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, and I know I keep saying that. Once I skipped ahead, because I know this episode is going to be hugely long, because, well, there's so much going on. I should have split this up in two, but what the hell. Um, let's, we're going to the Rump Family Tree. It's a list of personalities found in Tegel Manor, so you got all the NPCs. Wow. Yeah, they're mostly undead. And it is... It's good. It looks like these are different artists for some of the portraits of the NPCs, which I think was a Kickstarter goal of how many portraits they'd have and how many of the, the Rump family would be put in there. 
but there's a lot. I think it's like 40 pages I click through here of various inhabitants. So it's not just, hey, let's kill a zombie. There's a zombie or a ghost that's got a story and portraits that do weird things. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. And I'm going to have to forward through this. <coughs> There's also a couple other appendixes. New monsters, magic items, and spells, of course, which I'm trying to get through. Yeah, I kind of skipped ahead because I didn't want to bore you with it, okay? I'm sorry. This, this episode... Oh, too fast, too fast, too fast. Back, 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 back. Alrighty. Too far. There we are. Monsters, monsters. Astral Ronin. Ooh, that's going to be pretty tough. Gargantuan Wolf. Chain Devil. Okay, we all know what those are. Uh, Hellbender. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to say that one because that's going to be so funny when people run into that. It's not what you think. Uh, Stone Devil. That thing looks like a slod. Uh, once again, some good cool artwork for the monsters. Startling statues. Random charts to make... Um, Interesting animated statues because A, it just animates and attacks you, and a section on traps, some interesting traps to make things more interesting. Do not lock up. My, my PDF viewer is like locked up twice on me. Eldritch Experiments, ooh, contained in say color activity effect, ooh. Oh yeah, that is gonna be Fun. New magical item spells. Book of Madness. Go play with that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I know we got some of the neat stuff in here. Oh, yes. I want to check out spells. The Demon's Dark Lullaby. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Magic items, weapons, uh, some neat stuff for characters. I don't see spells, but anyway, yes, Diggle Manor. Yes, I am so mixing that in with the Blight. I still have to work on the stuff, bring in stuff from the Midderlands, which is, of course, Gloom, which I've talked enough about this. Anyway, three products I've got, three products I highly recommend if you don't have them. So finally, guess what I'm going to get around to? Should I do Boot Camp or Tales of Ancient Lore? Hmm. You know, this has gone long enough. I think this week I'm going to skip both those because I don't want to bore you too much and you don't have to listen to my own voice. But we'll pick up next week. We'll have D&D Boot Camp. We'll have Tales of Forgo Forgotten Lore from Reading from the Little Brown Books because this episode has already gone over what I like for time because um, I think it's about long enough and I don't want to bore people too much. And I think there's a lot of boring stuff in here where I was pausing. I mean, but anyway... I would like to thank you for listening. I would like to thank you to uh, go check out the Patreon or check out the YouTube channel or like the Facebook page. Matter of fact, subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's not that much there. There's two YouTube. There's two videos, and well, just pay attention to the blog. As I get this up, I'm going to put the the news out on what I'm planning on doing. So visit the blog. They might be gazebos. Blog. And find us on Facebook. They might be gazebos. You're already here listening to Playing It Wrong. We're on Patreon. Just look patreon.com forward slash they might be gazebos. And that time I freaking spelled it right. Okay, people. Thank you for listening. Roll dice. Have fun. Kill monsters. Take their stuff. Have even more fun. Do that a lot. All right. Thanks for listening.